are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hopefully, you're having a good day. Um, this podcast is going to touch on a couple of subjects that have been happening in the last few days. If you haven't heard or seen on your phone or anything, any type of device about the active shooter that was in Pittsburgh, who shot up the synagogue, and then the fool that was sending bombs to the Clintons and Obamas, George Soros, Robert De Niro, and, you know, a whole list of other people. I made a podcast a while back entitled Donald Trump's Midterm, The Purge, Donald Trump's Midterm. And I had predicted in that podcast that things are going to happen the way it is because Donald Trump spoke it into existence, him And Rudy Giuliani spoke it into existence. And Trump came out and said he's a nationalist. You know that's cold word for white nationalist. See all this foolishness people that's coming around. And then um, the dude who shot the two black in, in Jefferson Town, Kentucky, Gregory Bush. I don't know he's related to the Bush family. Don't give a damn. But this piece of scumbag trash killed a brother and a sister of our community. Gunned them down at a Kroger. And this scumbag was going to go to a church. But the church let out early. A black church, mind you. But the church let out early because he wanted to kill some blacks. So he killed two innocent People minding their own business. And then this piece of white piece of shit also had running with the law because he was dating a sister. I can't even say she's a sister. Dating just a black woman who had cheering with this cave monkey. And this dude beat the shit out of her ass until she got a restraining order on his ass and left his ass and had kids with this, this monster. Now, people... I and others have done countless series and shows about swirling going wrong. You can go on World Star Hip Hop and then you can get the raw footage of swirling and stuff going wrong. But for the most of us, we still believe that this is the way to the promised land. No, jackass, it's a way to the slaughterhouse. And that's where most of us are going. And I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad when I hear swirlers and their families get it. Because when you date a monster, marry a monster, sleep with a monster, you're going to get treated very bad. Now, this shooting that happened at the synagogue, this dude here, I, I don't have his name in front of me, but the dude got charged with 29 counts. And he didn't suppose to have any weapon. That's just like that jackass that was in Texas. Remember that? Who shot that church up? He, wasn't suppo- he was released from the Air Force. 
And he wasn't supposed to have a gun, but that what cave monkey had it. I did a podcast at the beginning of this season. No one really listened to it. I think you need to go back in my archives and my show and listen to it. Called Shooting a National Subject. Of something of that nature. It's been a while. But it's in there. Got no airplane. And I sat there and I talked about gun issues. And why white people can get their hands on guns quicker than black people. These crackers know that these folks got mental. It's all of them do. But this color of their skin gives them privilege to get these guns. But us, we don't want the guns. We sit here and we're talking about guns are bad. Most of us. But, you know, people like me, you know, guns are, are too, or for defense. And I touched on that issue about the, the, the buyback thing. What a lot of police departments and share the people, all these folks are saying, you know, when they had all this buyback violence, buyback the guns. They was disarming us, jackasses. That's what they was doing. It really is the notion that guns can't kill people, people kill people. A gun can't walk out of the closet and shoot a person. That gun has to be taken out by a person and loaded and fired. But when he was doing these buybacks, who was the most people giving up the guns? Black people. And what they was giving you, what, two, three, four hundred dollars for your gun? And I was I remember watching on television, you know, from different parts of the nation, black people lining up, disarming themselves. Old guns, relics and the stuff passed down by their ancestors, you know. Or people who have given them, you know, family members. Here you go. Next thing you know, they're taking them and getting them destroyed. Now the black community is defensive. And the guns they're putting back in now are guns that they want you to kill yourself with. Because what it is is a psychological warfare. They have tore down our families and tore down our our meeting groups and our, our, our support groups and our our love for one another, and then they come and put the shit back in. The very thing they took out that was supposed to be a tool is now killing us. But I digress. This piece of shit who shot up that synagogue, he didn't. It didn't do anything to me. He shot up a whole bunch of white folks, and they're gonna keep doing this. And I'm glad because that that's nothing but the ancestors making them do. And that's nothing but God answering the prayers of people like me. Kill those son of a bitches. Because that's what they need to get. All of them. And I do mean all of them. And we're going to keep having this subject about this. there was a lone wolf. It's, it's funny that every time a white person sit up here and go and kill up a whole bunch of white people, he was a lone wolf. Now nah, that motherfucker just went off and he was going to kill anyway. And y'all have a problem. And you do this. You kill one another. Ain't no lone wolf in none of this. Back to that bombing thing. The packages in the bombing sent to the Obamas, Clintons, George Soros. Uh, it even was sent to Joe Biden. Robert De Niro was trying to get his casino moment for real. This shit is not funny. 
this is the stuff that's coming home to roost. As Malcolm said, quoting him, it is. This is this is justice that's coming upon these people. And the black folks, the coon, coonex, buck dancing folks who want this system to stay in place. The reason why is because of generations of programming telling you that you need these people. And you don't need them. They need us. But you have fell into that trap that I got to be around them. I got to love them. I got to pray for them. Ain't no forgiveness in none of that. Because what that dude, Jeffrey, I mean, uh, Gregory Bush did at Kroger's, that's unforgivable. He shot and took somebody's mama, daddy, brother, son, minding their own fucking business, going shopping. And not to mention that piece of a scumbag, piece of shit ass, low life, 75 year old dude who shot those two black officers in South Carolina. The female cop, she passed this week. She gave up her life in her fight to stay here. Now she's with the ancestors. Because this piece of scumbag trash. Open fire on them. They said this dude had enough guns that shoot. They didn't stand a chance. The dude that shot up the synagogue, the same thing. This dude had enough guns that nobody couldn't stand a chance. But it's just sad. But no one talked about those two black officers and the female who passed away. That's bad. But I'm not. I'm not. Trying to bring on this podcast a victimhood is not. We in the war room, people. When you come into the real talk with Mr. Q, this is the war room. We're at war. We've been at war for a long time on all fronts. We're at war. This is a form of warfare. But they're not going to call these people terrorists. They're long wolves. But really, they're vanilla ice. Vanilla ISIS. I was supposed to play a little bit of that on here, but... You know, you know the doom, 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 doom. You know what it is. You know exactly what it is. They vanilla ice, ISIS, going around here killing people up to no damn good, and rightfully so that they killing one another because we need to do that. Let these fools kill themselves. But for you coons. And you bed bucks and you bootlicks, they're going to keep living around them. They're going to get your ass too. You're going to be the first victims. It's a shame that you can't even go to the damn store worrying about some fucking white nationalist running up in there with some type of gun talking about they're going to get ready to kill your ass for something stupid. Because they got hate in their heart. And they're very hateful ass people. They're narcissists. They have no feeling. That fake ass, hello, how you doing? That's just a show. Because as Malcolm said in that, in that beautiful clip he said, behind that stringy, blue-eyed person is a beast. A devil. Something there to devour you. But as I said, we have black beasts around us. Just like that episode, or just like that clip 
that in Scarface, not Scarface, but Superfly, when the dude said, I want to be a black prince, use me. We have a lot of folks that want to be used like doormats. A lot of us want to be abused. A lot of us want to be kicked around. Like that song in, in the arithmetic, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of Thee. Who am I? That's this. These fools right here. These fools are running around here. They want to be used and abused. And they finna get it. And they finna get it on a full scale wave that's going to take their asses on out of here. And it's sad. Like I said, my condolences to the two people in Kentucky, their family. I wouldn't know what to do if something happened to my wife or my child. I know what to do, but at that moment, the grief, someone saying goodbye to you, I'm going to the store, I'll be right back. And this happens because some cave monkey figure, you know what, I couldn't get to church, so I'm going to ride up in here. I'm going to shoot somebody who the first black people I see come out this store, I'm going to cock out. Motherfucker, just put the gun in your head and kill yourself and do us a favor. Don't take someone else's. But see, this is the warfare. This is the race war thing that's been going on. You don't need to go see a movie, even though it's a movie called Race War. You don't need to go see a movie. This has been here, people. And the sad thing about it, a lot of us black people have perpetuated and participated in this system of race war. By always praying, always forgiving, and always believing that one day we can all sleep together and have mixed babies and we'll be okay. That shit doesn't work, people. Take it from a person who used to believe. I used to believe it. I used to believe that in everybody was pulling that bullshit up with Dr. King's speech, holding hands with one another, giving people the benefit of the doubt. These motherfuckers and showed you their hand. They showed you and I what they are capable of doing, what they want to do to us, how they're going to do it, and they're going to enjoy it, and you're going to take it, and nobody's going to do nothing about it. That's point blank. In the discussion. Now, what are we going to do? Some of us are going to peel off, get reserves, prepare for the real battle. While the others going to sit there and, and bow down and say, you my Lord and Master. And at the same time, go on and jump into the meat grinder and pray for something better. Which one are you going to be people who listen to this podcast? Because I'm one of the people that peeled off and said, you know what? I'm going to prepare for the real battle. Because it's coming. I'm not going to give these cave monkeys no more of my energy. Yes, I hope that all of them die. And I hope that the coon niggas die too. And all the kids. Let them all be devoured because they are nothing but pain and headache. You can cause all this hell for people who just want to be left alone. Folks who wanted to mind their own business. And we have gone about ourselves. Here you come with this bullshit. And this shooting at this synagogue is not going to be the end just like it wasn't in that damn texas shooting just like in vegas and so on and so on and so on. it's going to continue excuse me it's going to continue it's going to continue 
as long as the system and be that keeps covered for these crackers. Oh, they got mental conditions. They didn't have a, a, a good family uh, relationship with their family. Shit, I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. But that didn't mean I want to go get in no drive-by. Now, there's some people that's that weak-minded that use that as an excuse. There's an old saying that my teachers and a lot of old people used to say, an idle mind is a devil workshop. Even though that certain things happened to me, I didn't have I didn't have an idle mind. I just had to dust it off and keep going. If your mind that goddamn idle, that an evil thought can move into it that quickly, then whatever happens to you, you deserve to get it. It's time out for all these excuses, people. It's time out for us to stop sitting up here telling ourselves an excuse after excuse after excuse. It's time out for this stop this voting shit because this is why this shit is happening. Because these white nationalists do not want this nation to turn brown or black. Because there's no brown, it's just black people. They don't want that. They want to be in control. But see, time is slipping from them. Because again, you had your moment. That's why you're snapping. Every five minutes, you're clicking. But it's always been there. Your containment is breaking down. You can't contain yourself. You can't control yourself. Every five minutes, you turn around. You got some cave bitch up here attacking or accosting black people. Can't go to the store. I'm going to call the cops on you. Bitch, I'm going to the store. What's your problem? I'm going to call the cops on you. And I digress on that for that point about calling the cops. But I want to talk about that little boy, Je uh, Jeremiah Harvey. His mom. That's a, that is a perfect example of what I'm saying. Dude said, I'm not going to forgive. The spirit of the ancestors was in that young dude. Why is that? It's not the, it, the fighting spirit is not in us. Our ancestors cried out day and night on those ships. They cried out on those plantations. They cried out as they seen their families split up. They cried out as they seen strong black men torn apart by horses, ripped apart, getting their ass busted out by white men. It wasn't just black women getting raped. It was black men getting raped in front of their kids. Babies getting fed to gators for bait as a sport. This shit cannot be forgiven or forgotten, people. Especially when the person you keep trying to forgive keep doing the shit to you all the time. Because they know you're a damn fool. And the only thing they got to do is say, forgive me. That's just like that Megan Kelly bitch got fired for saying that blackface shit. And then it was another bitch that was in at another Halloween party. She did the same damn thing. And then you got these fools, again, happy-go-lucky, coon-face-ass niggas walking around here trying to explain what blackface is. These motherfuckers know what it is. They ain't had jokes about this. They ain't got racist uncles that used to talk about this, aunts, all that shit all the time. You can Google that shit. It's right there. You can't sit here and tell me you don't, you, 
I didn't know what that meant. Bitch, you knew what it meant. You knew exactly what it meant. And you did it because you figured no one in the black community was going to say anything. And you had a right to it. And as I say, black people, these crackers believe they got a right to humiliate us, to accost us, put us down, and make us feel like we're nothing. No, really, they're nothing. They're robbers, thieves, rapists, schizophrenia maniacs. They're all that. We are the ones. Only thing with black folks have been is a fool for keep trying to forgive and live with their ass. Leave their ass alone. I was listening to this sister called uh, Radical Goddess. I think I'm pronouncing her name. She's on YouTube. And I remember when I first, when, you know, people say you got awoken or whatever. When I finally got some, some of my answers about why we was in the situation we was in. And she gave a good example of how to handle these uh, mayonnaise-looking-ass motherfuckers. And what you do is this. She said, I treat them like a country. And I act myself as a country. And I sat and I listened to her and said, hmm, a country. She said, I only do business with those who are willing to do business with me. I have my borders and I have things I'm going to let in and things I'm not. I exchange goods and export things with them. I keep it on that. I don't let them put their hands on me. I don't go into their space where I don't belong and they don't come in mind. She said, if you look at it from that standpoint and be prepared to defend yourself, you be alright. And that made me feel good because I didn't have to go out here and do like the Nat Turner had a blade in my pants and go slice, slice, slice. But I can build a defense against them. Both on a physical, spiritual, and mental, and economic level. And once you start building and laying the foundation of that defense, white folks can't fuck with you because they already know that you you are on their level. Really, matter of fact, you're above them because they hoping that you coming in. Do 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 do. Here, take my money, fucking nigga. I forgive you, Jim. See you next week. No, none of that shit. Or. They come in with the subtle racist where the N-word is not used. So, um, you going to buy something like this today? Yeah, I think I'm going to get that. You really think you can afford that? Hmm, pretty expensive. I don't know. That might set you back a week, don't you think? That kind of shit. See, it's, we get mad at the N-word. But the subtle racism, the racism where they challenge your authority or their ability to do and make you feel like you're dirt. Like, damn, man, maybe I should never got that purchase. Yeah, that's a way. That's a form of racism, too. But we don't get mad about that because they didn't come out and say, hey, nigga, you can't afford this shit. Or, hey, Kate, hey, black bitch, you, you just too dumb to have that. Who the fuck gonna put them shoes on, uh, those $15 shoes, $1,500 shoes on? You fucking fool. So instead, they'll say something like, hmm, I don't know, that might set you back. Or they'll say something smart, you might, oh, 
maybe, you know, I think about it, but you know they're saying something to you, but you don't respond. And they got in a wave of it. I've been in a lot of situations where, you know, white people have said shit, and I look at them like, you dumb bitch, or you dumb ass. And they be sitting looking at me, and I look at them like, we, you know, we're not going to play this game. You're going to give me my service. I'm going to get in here and get out and be done. But that goes back to the economic thing that I was telling you about voting. When I sit here and say people, when we don't have any economic power or any real businesses to do things and exchange good with one another, we can't wield political power. We're just cogs. We're just, we just some type of moving part in the computer or a machine. Just go and do. We're programmed to do that. And that's what they expect us to do. But I just had to bring this to you people. And I just had to touch on it because this ain't the end. This is just, this, this is not even the beginning. This is already going on. Brothers and sisters, watch yourself. Pray for your family, but be ready to defend your family. Be ready to give your life for your family. Stop giving, forgiving these devils, both black and white. Stop forgiving. Stop being the doormat. Stop allowing terror by day and night to come to you. Give it to them motherfuckers. Let them have it. That's why all this shit happened to them. They running around here like chicken with the head cut off because they know that the real boogeyman is them. For years, black man has been the face of boogeyman. He can't control himself. He can't act right. That's bullshit. White folks don't know how to act. And they have that monster mentality in them. But we get seduced because, again, the narcissistic actions of them, they can turn on or turn off their emotions. We are full. We so, you know, in our emotions. We need to start pulling back. We need to start preparing and getting this war. And if you haven't prepared, then you're going to be... Just like the example I gave at the top of this show, you're going to be right in the slaughter, on your knees, going into the slaughter machine. Because you think that's going to be the best way as long as you kiss, screw, suck, laugh at their jokes. I'm not here to make them feel comfortable. I don't give a fuck about their comfortability. For 400 plus years, they've had comfortability off our backs. Your back, my back. No more. Whatever happens to them, fuck it. It, it is, hey, they deserve it. Think I'm going to shed tears over some crackers? No way. And for, that, for this bombing shit, this suspected bombing stuff that's coming, that's coming down the pipeline, all these su suspected bombers, this is nothing but a test to see what is going on. And I say this, it's a test, people. It's a test to see the defenses and the response time. Because these folks already know how to get in these systems and these places. You Do you really fucking think that Clinton and Obama that damn say? Nope. It's white nationalists in the Secret Service. And somebody going to call one of, them, one of their white buddies up and say, Hey man, it's your time. You owe us. Do us that. Do us that solid. And you're going to hear a kaboom. And that's going to be the end of one of their asses. Because when you do dirt, dirt come back. See? 
You can't sit up here and, you know, throw stones and hide your hands. Because none of these folks have no righteous in them. They all full of evil, straight up. They all about trying to keep other people down, keep us in the land of confusion, keep us going at one another, trying to find dumbass solutions. And people, we had the solutions in front of us. We just don't have the will to do it. We don't want to do the heavy lifting. I did a podcast when I said, fathers, love your kids. Mothers love your kids. We need to love our families. Black people, again. And if we don't love our families and love ourselves and start building unions among ourselves. I'm not saying the pookie in the railway. I'm not talking about none of the negative niggas in there. Let them go. I'm talking to the ones who got common sense. You know, you know, because I got common sense. I'm talking to the ones that say, you know what? We're in a small group. Hey, we just be in a small group. You know, we have to treat this like, hey, we're like the Vatican. We have to have a, have a government in, inside of a government. We have to have an economy inside of an economy. White people do it all the time. Black people, why we can't get back in doing it? Why we can't do it now? Stop looking towards this system that's falling around. It's in chaos. Look, yeah, just Friday, look at the stock market. It's been going up and down, been taking tumble. I mean, it, been, it dived down, and then all of a sudden it bounced back. It's a fluctuation. Something is coming. And we can sit up here and keep acting stupid all you want to. You can keep sitting up here kissing ass, hoping and praying. But I'm going to tell you, hope ain't coming and prayers ain't going to be answered. And that's the bottom line. We're going to keep turning up a cheap while the white nations come after us. And I did a thing. You see, I am keep reminding you of shows I've already done. And people said the same thing. I did a, tar uh, a show called Soft Targets. Don't be one. Black folks, don't be a soft target. I'm not a soft target. I don't care. I don't, I'm not walking around with full body armor on this stuff. But I'm going to wear my surroundings at all times. And I walk with purpose. And I say that again. Brothers who listening, walk with purpose. You ain't got to walk with a mean face. Walk with purpose. When you're in that right, in that right state of mind and right spiritual mind with the most high and yourself and your family, your stuff is tight. These white folks are going to move out the goddamn way. They're not going to be bothered with you. Same thing, sister. They're not going to be bothered with you. But when you, they know that you one of those gullible, buck-dancing-ass niggas, they already know. Aha! Aha! We got one, and I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on you. I'm going to go fuck with you. I'm going to go and follow you. I'm going to pull out my gun, pistol whip you, and kill you. But do you skip this dude that walked by here? Nah, I don't fuck with him. So I ain't right. And they know it. Don't think they don't. They know. But I had to bring this to you. And uh, uh, I digress. Another side note. I wanted to talk about this a little bit and I'm in the show. I had got this from Chris Crazy House. Chris Miller. He got a show called, a new show called black up in you that's on YouTube but he was talking about these black women and black sisters I'm telling you 
y'all need to stop this, letting white people touch your natural hair. Now, when I was coming up, black women never let no cracker, male or female, touch their hair. And especially their natural hair. When they had the afro and shit, like, what the fuck, don't touch my hair. Now you got women running around, got a campaign talking about touch my natural hair. Buck dancing and putting on a show for white supremacy. See, when white people like shit like that, they like the little menstrual shows and all this stuff. They like all that where they can see your ass act stupid. Ooh, look at the good, good, good niggers let me touch their hair. Motherfucker touch my head, they're going to draw back a nug if they draw back anything. Black women, you better stop doing this shit. That, that is offensive. It's bad enough that you had been told getting into this system to get rid of your natural, beautiful hair. And I seen growing up women who had natural hair. Even when they got the perm and straight, they still had natural black folks. White folks said it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And I seen women now and lost their hair, putting wigs on because their hair can't grow back, putting all that weed and shit in their hair, effing around with these damn Asian folks with their fake ass horse hair in their hair, whatever the hair. Somebody said they put spirits on it. Maybe they do. I don't know, but I know our sister's hair. Was getting torn apart. Now that sisters are now embracing, and these crackers now, ooh, they're so, they allow you to, let me touch your hair. Just because you got white folks now walking around with cornrows and shit. See, black women and black people, stop that shit. Stop letting these culture vultures and these folks come in here stealing and dictating our history. Because again, when you do that, you're putting on a show for them. You are basically saying, I'm down with white supremacy. Come on over here and fuck the hell out of me. And do what you want to do to me because I don't give a shit about myself. That's what you're telling them. When you're giving them them signs, touch my hair. Motherfucker, you, man. I'm telling you, that same thing, like I said, you, man, fuck with my family. See, you see me? You see how I'm saying this? Man, I'm serious. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. And like I said, I stand with those brothers who are tired of this shit, who are going to stand on the line. We are prepared. And well, we may be few, and we may be scattered abroad a little bit, but <clears throat> we are ready. And we are watching. And sisters that standing too, we're watching. But for the most of us, go on and get into the meat grinder. Welcome. So I hope, again, like I said, people, that you get safely to where you need to be. You tell your loved ones you love them. You watch over them. You watch over yourself as well. The storm is upon us, black people. And all this suspicious bomb packages and shit is not going to end. It's going to continue. But you keep your family safe. Thank you for joining me in the war room. 
Thank you for joining me for Real Talk. I want to say to all my supporters, thank you. Thank you for your comments. Thank you, butthurt people, haters and coons that come in here and trolls. Thank you, too, because you need to hear the truth. I don't give a damn you don't like it or not. Kiss my ass because you know it's to be true. Keep going on the way you're doing. I'm going to be reading about you real soon. But for my true supporters, thank you. Take heed. Watch yourself. Put your family protection first, your protection. Get your walk with the most high straight. Pick up your weapon. Prepare yourself. Stand on that line. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. And it's been a privilege doing this podcast. And it's been a privilege doing this show. You come on back for another episode. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.